0: Moving into the sign of the maiden, the full moon shines above. Virgo asks us to cleanse ourselves, to make room for true self-love. If we take control of what we feel, do, and know, our expectations become what we see. For the habits we hold and the routines we keep can break or make our dreams. Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Welcome back, sisters, misters, witches, wizards, freaks and geeks, and magical peeps. My name is Kitty, and I am, as always, honored to be here with you on the airwaves of Magic Moon Phase. We're looking at a full Moon in Virgo, opposing our Pisces sun season. Ooh-wee. I don't know how Pisces sun season has been for you. This first two, two week waxing period has been an MFOMG and a bunch of other letters on top of that, but I try to keep it a little clean. Not really, kind of, you know, I like to say fuck once in a while. Either way, Virgo full moon is a time of nurturing. It's a time of service and it's a time of healing. Pisces and Virgo coming together are very nurturing, healing. Virgo being the maiden, the the goddess, the the virgin, is a very healing energy in the sense of healing yourself. What does not work? What is broken around you? For example, your routines, your rituals. Is your meal prepping broken? Is your exercise routine broken? What's broken and how we figgity fix it is what Virgo's looking at. Being an earth sign, it's really grounding, very sturdy, practical, analytical, sensible, all about creating foundation. Think about earth as the foundational signs. The maiden runs the digestive system. Think about your colon, your pancreas, your, I mean, your sphincter, all of those good parts of your body that sometimes we forget really need to We need to take extra time with the gut-brain connection. What goes on in your gut has a direct effect with what goes on in your brain. So watch what you're feeding yourself. What you putting in your mouth, boo? And are we exercising, staying active, getting outside now that the spring season's coming up, the season's changing? The season's always a-changing. Remember that song, Bitch? I'm a bitch, I'm a lover. Yeah, that was in my jam, what was in the 90s? Anyway, so we're looking at the gut-brain connection. And as the season's changing, are we exercising? Are we getting enough activity? Are we getting outside and doing things for us that make us feel good? It feels good. We're also looking at the maiden, Virgo, ruling Mercury. Mercury on the day of the full moon is also stationing direct again. We are out of Mercury retrograde. (sighs) The crowd goes wild. So think about um think about that energy, all right? So if we're talking about the main overall energies of what's going on here, this this deeply rooted Earth sign that is ruled by Mercury is now stationing direct again. Mercury going direct is going to be like a slingshot of energy. So Mercury ruling communication, ruling technology, agreements and contracts and things along those lines that have a lot to do with language and the way that we portray our words. Be aware of overshare. Really think about what you're saying before you say it. And an acronym that I really love to put into action whenever I'm speaking or when I know that Mercury is stationing direct or I know that I might um, over-speak or step my boundaries when it comes to sharing, I think about the acronym WAIT. Why am I talking? Have you ever had those moments where you're just like, and you actually can hear yourself in your brain saying, what the fuck are you talking about? Where are you going with this story? You know, that's the weight. Why am I talking? And a lot of the times with Mercury stationing direct after such a, you know, potentially deep retrograde period, whatever you were working on, communication, we were turning inward, right? Pisces is inward. Mercury retrograde is inward. A lot of inward work going on here in the Pisces season. The throat chakra, also, fuck, Virgo, the maiden, rules the throat chakra. I'm getting all excited here. So we have the throat chakra, which is about communication. Mercury, about communication, stationing, direct. So just be aware of the overshare of the wordage coming out of your mouthpiece. Dig it? Dig it. All right. Another thing with the overall energy uh, of Virgo, and then we'll go, of course, into full moon, the overall pull and the need to clean. And I don't just mean clean your house which do the spring cleaning, right? What a, what a beautiful thing to pull into your Virgo full moon ritual. Spring cleaning. Open the windows, dust off all the shit, dig in your closets. And I don't just mean the ones that are in your home. I mean the ones that are in your soul. Dig in those deep closets and get rid of all the shit. Get rid of any unfinished business, any uh, you know relationships that don't work for you. Start more boundaries to get rid of people that are pulling your energy. Now, when we're looking at full moon, and I want to bring this up, and what I love about full moons is that we're able to work with both the high and the low vibes of each of the signs present at each full moon. For example, we have Pisces as we know is very imaginative, very dreamy, psychic, intuitive, really in touch with their flow state. So the high vibe of Virgo is in touch with efficiency and very clean and calm and clear, very disciplined and ready to serve and support others. So as we're connecting to those higher vibrations of Virgo and Pisces, we're able to see what we need more of and what we want more of in those certain sign energies in our own lives, right? Um, and now it's also a supermoon, by the way. Segway. Tangent. It is a supermoon. It feels closer to the Earth. It seems as though it's closer to the Earth. Almost 30% brighter than a, a normal in quotes full moon. So think about if we're if, if if we're seeing this moon closer to us, we're feeling that moon closer and much more effectively as well. Much more deeply are we feeling these effects and these energies. Virgo is very analytical, very um, earth. Where Virgo is earth, Pisces is up in space. Where Virgo is stationary and direct and detailed, Pisces is dreamy and cosmic and up-in-the-flow state ether. Pisces is shining the light on where we escape, and Virgo is shining the light even more brightly because full moons illuminate obstacles. They illuminate the things that are coming up and roadblocking us. Think about the illumination of the moon. The full moon shines light on things much more effectively that we can then release and celebrate releasing. Yeah, you heard? You know, when we're looking at Pisces and Virgo together, there's also lower vibrations, okay? Let's let's not be fools. And say that there's not some low vibrations that we're potentially plugging into as well. As we learned in the New Moon in Pisces episode, if you haven't checked that one out, go go listen to that and see what comes up for you. But as we learned in the Pisces episode, the lower vibes, as I mentioned, are escapism and addiction and very secretive and unstable emotionally. Whereas Virgo can be a perfectionist, can be almost too detailed um, or an enabler, almost too nurturing to a point of enabling people. Um, Or they can be, oh, over-analysis, paralysis. I know you know what that is. And these signs, when they're connected into fear, when both of these signs are connected into fear, they stop. So when we're looking at those low vibrations, are we plugging into those too? With the dark, there's the light. With the yin, with the yang, all of this stuff, right? With the masculine, there's the feminine. You have to have both sides and see both sides to be aware of what you do and do not want in your life. Yeah. So as we're connecting to these frequencies and as we're looking at this full moon, your intuition is going to be heightened. Your emotions are going to run deeper. Uh, Your physical and psychic powers are going to increase because there's just more energy. And, you know, I'll be real, I'll be real, real honest with you that most people are actually unaware of these energies or aware that they're there yet not sure how to plug into them beaches. You know what I'm saying? We, we can use these energies to end things as culmination um, and as a release. And then final celebration of that ending, right? With the end comes a new beginning. Boom shakalaka, boom bam. Virgo is about beginning or or new beginnings in your routines, your rituals. Virgo knows that small changes equal big results. You heard? Let's say that again. Small changes equal big results. And it's like we've had this, this Pisces time, this waxing time of Pisces to really dig in deep to our secret self, our desires, things that we really want to come to fruition, our absolute most deep dreams that are seated in our soul. And then all of a sudden Virgo comes in like bum bum. I'm gonna nurture you, I'm gonna heal you, and I'm gonna set up this structure for you. In order to have realistic expectations and you know organized practices in which to make your biggest dreams come true. That's why the opposition of Pisces and Virgo works so well together, right? You see? You see what I'm saying there? So you're nurturing yourself at the foundation. That's what that's what we're really looking at here. And the way that you create your own expectations is by what you do each day, paving the way. If you are constantly on this badass routine and ritual, right? Rituals are magic. Make a genuine, intentional change. Magic. That's a ritual. It's an intentional action coming from your deepest, most genuine and vulnerable parts of yourself. So if you're looking at creating your own expectations, creating your future, making your dreams come true, it relies on every day doing what you do. So really digging in to what is it that you show up for every day. Virgo knows that a healthy body and a healthy mind come from healthy self-love, healthy boundaries, healthy control over the voice of the ego. The bigger vision of Pisces that we're able to plug into our intuition, our imagination, our big, big, big vision, right? Our deepest, most heartfelt desire. Now we get some detailed plans from Miss Virgo Maiden Baby to put all of these actions into place. The full moon in Virgo during Pisces season is also called the worm moon because the ground is beginning to thaw and you're able to see the earthworm tracks in the Mud, if you will. Spring, mud, kind of dirty, diggy, no problem, but that's what we're here to clean up, right? Virgo is all about cleaning, purging, getting rid of shit, self-hating inner talk, getting rid of shit, literal shit that's all over you, right? Shit sprinkles from other people's self-hating inner talk. Creating more boundaries, creating routines and rituals and things that you show up for you first to then take care of everything else because then it will fall into place. It's a moon to do some shit. It's a moon to get down, dirty, and real with yourself. It's a moon to rewire and rewrite your routines to make shit happen. That's what's up, buttercup. You plugging in? All right, let's win. Moving on up to some rituals, because that's what I love to do is some rituals. If you are going to use the energy for a simple plugging in, right? So for, for my beginner baby witches and wee wizards, uh, if you want to just simply plug-in to the Virgo full moon. You can do that by setting up doctor's appointments, book them, right? This is the time of health and diet and food issue awareness and exercise and physical activity. So getting those doctor appointments on the books. Uh, Another thing would be to upcycle or to give with thanks or gratitude. So if you are purging and cleansing your closets, whatever you are giving away or upcycling or recycling, use this time to really give thanks for what it gave you right? Thank it and then release it. Review your workout routine or your workout plan. It can start small. Start with a 10-minute Tabata or a, a timed... Tabata is a timed workout. Another thing would be to practice mindful and conscious eating as we are in the time of healthy habits and diet and food issues, of course. To look at what it is that you are putting into your body. Being conscious and then, of course, thanking it and being mindful. Have you ever done any you know, energy healing or send energy to your food before you eat it? I know that we have had a Cosmic Quickie, Just the Tip, on mindful eating. It's probably one of the first ones I did because it's a really big deal for me. So maybe go back in those episodes. I'll try to find it and do the linky-mcdinky here in the show notes of this episode for you. But mindful eating is such a intentional and conscious practice of what you are putting in your body and what you are getting out of what you are putting in your body. Another one, of course, random acts of kindness, as it is a time of healing, nurturing, and serving others as well as yourself, in parentheses. What would it look like to do random acts of kindness? Hold the door open. Say thank you and please. Ask someone ask the barista what their name is, for crepes, sakes, huh? What would that feel like? Um, And what would it feel like to do it for the three days of the potent full moon from the 8th, 9th, and 10th? Yes. So I'm looking at random acts of kindness and what that would feel like for you. Another one would be slide more sleep into your schedule. Hey, hey. I know no one's balking at that one. Slide a little bit more sleep into your schedule for some self-love time, right? Sleep is essential. And uh, side bay, being busy is not cool. Uh, And and what I mean by that, like, oh, my God, I'm so busy is kind of like a status symbol, says Brene Brown. She's absolutely right. Where the courage comes from slowing down and connecting to flow and being present to yourself and your body and the ones that love you around you. So I'm just throwing that down. Slide more sleep into your self-love schedule because being busy is not a status symbol. It actually kind of sucks. So but that's just my opinion. Take it or leave it. Take what you want. Leave the rest. Another one would be, as I said, mentioned before, to donate with gratitude as you're purging your closets, getting rid of all the shit in and out of your head and your life. uh, Donating it, saying thank you for what you've given me and giving it to someone so they can use that same energy. Clear all the energy from the shit before you give it away, eh? And if you go and get new shit, always clear the energy from it before you use it in your own stuff, right? Clear the energy. Oh, oh, another one. Sending love to your schedule. Okay, uh, maybe... Once a week or even at the full moon, looking at your week or your month and opening it up and sending love to it instead of dreading the work, dreading the appointments, dreading this, dreading that, you know, making it feel like an obligation. What would it look like to bless and send love to your schedule? because then that opens up new doors and possibilities of the ways that you are feeling about that schedule. We do not change the schedule. We change the way we feel about the schedule. We do not change our past. We change the way I feel about my past, right? That's what we're doing. We're changing the way we feel about a certain action, obligation, movement, motion, to then therefore see it with gratitude and therefore raise the vibration. Oh, yes. And then the last one is the hell yes or hell no test. And I learned this one from my business coach. Hell yes, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. If someone asks you a question, hey, do you want to go out tonight? If it's not a hell yeah, then it's probably a, nah, I'm cool on that. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Use that test during Virgo full moon. Use that test for the rest of your life because that is really you plugging into what you really want, using your intuition and your gut. If it's not a hell yes, if your gut says ew, ew 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 gross, eat eat, you know what I'm talking about when your intuition talks to you like that and you blatantly ignore it. I want you to hell yes or hell no yourself. Dig it? Dig it. Now, if you are doing some spells on your own, it's a great time for doing building foundation spells, um, the foundations for the dream projects, right? Virgo foundation, dream product dream project Pisces. Say that 10 times fast. Putting those spells together, um, also for your career and planning and organization. Any of those spells would plug right into Virgo. Virgo energy. Oh, yeah. If you are to do correspondence on your altar, let's get into some of that jazz. The tarot card for Virgo is the Hermit. The crystals uh, affiliated with the Virgo zodiac sign. Its birthstone is the Sapphire. Some Amazonite, Pink Calcite, Unakite, and Jasper. Of course, Amazonite is for calming, having that calm and clear instead of over-analysis paralysis. Pink calcite for self-love, for looking at our flaws, looking at not being a perfectionist, P.S., looking at the pink calcite for that self-love, that true self-love, and forgiving yourself of all your flaws and realizing you're perfect just as is. The unikite is for freedom. I am free. I am free to be. I'm free to do whatever I need to fill my soul and nurture myself first. And then, of course, red jasper being for that grounding, that earth, that grounding, foundational structure energy. If you wanted to pull some from Pisces, as we learned aquamarine for balance, Pisces has amethyst for the crown chakra, and then angelite for your intuition, being a very dreamy, balanced, connected to the ether type of a sign. We can pull those in and leave those crystals together as we're working with both of these energies. Some herbs, if you are to burn some herbs or uh, smell some incenses. Looking at rosemary, peppermint, and sandalwood for some incense, if you wanted to choose lavender, narcissus, or cypress. Some symbols for Virgo, the maiden or the virgin, if you wanted to put a statue of a goddess or a virgin. Uh, Grain, wheat, and corn. A crescent moon for the maiden. Uh, And some animal energies, the rooster, a squirrel, and the rabbit. Coming up for Easter, the rabbit. We'll get into, you know, Astara and Easter and all of those here in uh, the next episode. So be waiting for that one, can't we? Yeah, spring's coming, baby. Here we go. Some colors for your altar if you're looking to connect to Virgo, of course, are tan. You know, the tans and browns for earth, the pale blue, or the white for the virgin maiden. Flowers would be ivy, buttercups, and chrysanthemums. Maybe some hyacinth as well, if you want to throw that down. And any metal would be platinum or nickel or mercury. (laughs) I know we don't really have mercury laying around, but being ruled by mercury, that would be also a metal that you could use. All right. Um, Advanced. How about some advanced rituals? So the simple, the simple rituals I do are just to kind of plug in with some everyday actions. And the advanced rituals are ones that you really want to commit to, really want to set down the time, prepare for them, and be present to them. So we'll go through a couple rituals, and then we will wrap this up. So the first advanced ritual I have is to purge. Purge your flaws, purge judging, uh, not flaws, but purge judging yourself about said flaws, your past failures, anything that you hold onto from your past, purge it out, get rid of it. It doesn't need to be there anymore. What is actually holding you back and what are you actually afraid of? Yeah, Uh, purging your past failures with love. If you look at your failures and realize we all have them and that's where our perfection comes from, that's where real self-love vulnerability comes from. That acceptance does heal and move you forward. So this healing, nurturing energy is all about accepting our flaws, our imperfections, and not being so goddamn critical about yourself all the time. How do you speak to yourself in your brain? And are you always telling yourself that you're not good enough? Virgo is all about, yes, you are. You have always been good enough. You always will be good enough. And gosh, dang it, don't make me tell you again. And I'm really just speaking to myself with that, by the way. And if you needed that, great, I'm glad. The second advanced ritual is to cleanse. As I mentioned earlier, cleansing maybe with um, an actual juice cleanse or a food cleanse, right? Or cleanse your mind, cleanse your home, cleanse your heart. Using the spring vibes to do the spring cleaning, the open the windows, releasing things you don't use anymore, donating items after thanking them. Go get some more plants, yeah? Bring some green into that. Bring some earth energy into your home clean your your oxygen by bringing in more plants and then also clean what you clean up what you eat looking at your digestion it's time to rest and reset your digestion which is a really good energy to plug into virgo as well resetting and cleansing your digestive system as well as your mind your head your heart and your home the rolling breath ritual would be a good one If you are thinking about the digestion, right, pulling all of that energy into your belly, what would it look like to inhale into your belly first, hold your breath with an I am affirmation, and as you exhale, say free. Ready? Let's do it together. Ready? I am free. I am Do that as many times as you need to, and as you are breathing, pull that breath into your belly first, and then roll it up to your lungs. And as you exhale, feel that wave. And as you exhale, feel yourself releasing even more. Think about as you breathe in, I'm good enough, I am good enough, and are you holding any tension in your body? Do you feel I am good enough anywhere in your body? Is there pain? Is there tingles? Is there magic? What are you feeling in those moments of I am free? I am perfect. I am good enough. Those are the mantras that I want you to use for this Virgo self-love flaws and all season. If you want to do this rolling breath exercise and then journal afterwards, some journal prompts would be, you know, what are your flaws? What are your perceived Imperfections. Why do you feel that you may not be good enough? Which you are, by the way. P.S. Spoiler alert, you totes are, by the way. Journaling about your flaws and then putting love into them because we are deserving of the energy to improve our perceived flaws. And the routines and rituals that we put into action every single day are going to build ourselves out of believing that we have these perceived flaws. What are things that you're putting off? For example, what patterns do you already have that you know no longer serve you? What habits, what addictions, what thought patterns, what beliefs, what people, places, past experiences, traumas, what are you putting off or what are you allowing to hold you back? I know that we've been going through some of this stuff a lot, but I cannot stress enough how deeply ingrained this Virgo energy is for getting rid of these things once and for all. Bye. See you later, sucker. And that's really what I want you to dig into in this last advanced ritual, which is to rewrite and rewire your routines. What distractions, what what things hold you back from doing what you've always wanted to do? What things do you have you always done that aren't bringing you to a place of where you want to be? And afterwards, after you look at your routines and rewrite and rewire, I'm not going to say that again. You meant what I knowed. I want you to think about five steps that you could take to change those perceived flaws. What five steps can you take in your everyday life? Is it waking up a half hour earlier? Is it doing a 10-minute Tabata or a, a yoga session? What is it that you are not allowing yourself to do? And why aren't you? I'm asking myself that question as well. When it comes to your health, when it comes to your diet, when it comes to your sleep, your sex, your boundaries, your, your organization skills, what is it that is holding you back and what are five steps you can immediately take? Action, action, action. Because action creates reaction, creates results, creates change. Oh, yeah. And then on top of that, if you even want to go deeper, deeper into that ritual, find a coach. Uh, an accountability buddy, set up a weekly call to set up a structure of accountability for yourself to create a new lifestyle and a new way of being within your rituals and your routines for yourself. That is what Virgo is all about. That's really all I've got for you on the Virgo full moon rituals. If you want to do all of them, great. If you want to do none of them, no problem. But I do really, really hope that you connect to this energy and use it to purge, to cleanse, to reset, to rewire, and recommit to exactly what it is that you want to create and be and do and have in your life. With Pisces season, we were able, you know, and we're still able, P.S., to see what it is dream-wise that we really want to create, that we want to have in our lives, really digging into that inner child. What did you used to do when you were pretending? Follow what you used to pretend. Did you used to pretend that you were a cook? Did you used to pretend that you were a singer? Did you used to pretend that you were putting parties together? Whatever that looks like, what would it be like to start pretending, make believe, and put that back into your life to connect to that fun, that creativity, and that nurturing, healing portion of yourself that is naturally occurring, that sometimes we don't listen to because we don't want to make believe. We don't want to pretend. Ain't nobody got time for that. Please. That's all I got time for, right? I'm not too busy. I'm not too busy to play with my inner child and I'm not too busy to connect with myself. So that's what Virgo is really trying to pull is that don't be too busy to connect to yourself and nurture yourself and heal yourself from within. Look at what it is that you are doing on the daily to get to where you wanna be on the daily. You heard? That's what's up. That's all I've got for you for Virgo, but I do wanna leave you with a little spell that I created And if you'd like to use it, please feel free, if you'd like to play this recording, please feel free during your Virgo full moon rituals, during your Pisces sun season awesomeness. I truly hope that you connect to yourself, connect to these vibes, connect to the energy, and connect to the collective. This season is closing, this I know. Time to remove and release what must go. From the top of my head to the tip of my toe, I am cleansed and cleared, as above, so below. The light this moon shines will heal me now and cleanse my vibrant being of anxiety, worry, guilt, shame, and all the negative I've been seeing. Restore my body, soul, and mind and ground me to the earth. Bring confidence, love, and guidance to believe in all I am worth. Here, I want you to take 10 big, deep breaths. And I want you to be present to the breath, be present to your body, and be present to you being enough. After 10 deep breaths, You now see the new me better than before, more wise and more clear with my energy restored. Powerful, confident, and ready for the light, I love myself, I love myself. Thank you, Maiden, and good night. Thank you so much for being a part of the Magic Moon Phase community. Once again, my name is Kitty and I am always, always honored for you to be listening to my voice and making my dreams come true over this Earwave podcast awesomeness. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it, please subscribe, please review, please rate, please be awesome and do something to spread the love. Let's grow our collective, let's grow our community, and let's grow love for one another on a deeper, more expansive vibration and frequency. If you wanna get a hold of me, please reach out at magicmf.com. I do tarot readings, I do personalized rituals, I do moon meetings, I do a whole bunch of stuff. As always, I am so honored and grateful and thankful and all of the things, D, all of the above, for you listening and sharing and being a part of this community. Thank you so much. My name is Kitty. You are awesome. And don't you forget that you have the power to go make some magic, motherfuckers.